Hi everyone, this is Natalie and my co-host Dawn from MySerenity.com. Thanks for joining us for our monthly segment, Serenity Sunday. It's on the last Sunday of every month and it's a short spiritual forecast founded in intuition. Let us reconnect with your serenity. Hey guys, it's Natalie and my very favorite co-host Dawn with our Serenity Sunday for December. And this month we're going to be talking about FOMO. Hey everybody, FOMO. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to dig into the fear of missing out and it's what all the kids, the cool kids are calling FOMO. Um, I learned about this a few years ago. If you're on the web anywhere, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, Wikipedia tries to get real classy with it and just say it's anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere which is often aroused by posts seen on social media websites right whoa so it's a is a it's a diagnosis it's not a diagnosis per se but it's pretty well known what makes us feel like we're missing out and you know, with the holidays right in our rearview mirror, it's important for people to start the next century with some new energy, not this fear, because it is a fear. It's just a fear of missing out on something. Okay, that's crazy. So, okay, I, I understand this feeling. I used to feel that before. Yeah, I, I, yeah I think we've all felt it. Like, yeah, I felt that feeling. Hmm. If you're like a lot of people, then especially this time of the year, but just in general, and again, we're starting a whole new century, so let's let's try a whole <laughs> new way of thinking, right? We yeah. can still experience intense FOMO, especially going through the endless scrolling. If we're on Twitter, or we're on Instagram, or like Wikipedia said, on social media sites. And I try not to get sucked into this, but... I remind myself that what we see from others online is exactly what they want us to see, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been crafted. It's been filtered. It's here for mass consumption. But no matter what, it's made just for us to see exactly what they want us to see. And it always looks like everyone's having a grand old time on social media. This except is true. you, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I can I can see where some people that might really upset them. Um, I mean, I I think the illusion, yeah, that's an illusion, really. What you're looking at is you're seeing only pieces of the whole story of what's going on. And of course, people are only going to want to share the good stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, I, we're all familiar with the experience of getting something or doing something that we really want. And then once we get it, we either feel indifferent, or we feel disappointed. And that's because we spend a lot of time in our mind building up something, Mm -hmm. building up things that haven't happened yet, that it's not real. And we're skipping over all of that stuff that's in between, where our brain is actually enjoying it in the moment and having a lot of fun. Okay. Wow. So the, the brain itself, like, so would you say this is about awareness overall? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, I think that it doesn't matter how enlightened we get. Um, It's always fun to imagine having 
things that we don't. The same way that if you're like me, you lust after a new purse or you fantasize about what it would be like to live by the beach and you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to be just so happy when I have blank and you feel excited and giddy and then you might remember, oh, you know, I actually don't have any rooms for any purses and living to the beach is going to be cool. (laughs) What about all that sand that's going to get everywhere? And so it's, it's, it's a reality, you know, you have Mm -hmm. that fantasy and we love it, but at its root, fear of missing out is just an escape, right? Yeah. Okay. And I, I think I've even seen this with people when they, you know, when they get gifts and I probably did it when I was younger, um, totally different person, like get a gift. You're so you're building up that gift, you build it up and then like you get it and it's not, you know, I've even seen people get guilty after they mm-hmm. get the gift. Um, I wonder if that has anything to do with this. So tell me a little more. Well, the fear of missing out is what happens when the sacred slams into shame I think it lures us out of our integrity with whispers about what you could or should be doing and FOMO's favorite weapon is comparison it kills gratitude which you and I have been talking about a lot in the last couple months and it replaces it with not enough and then we answer FOMO's call by saying yes when we know we abandon our path and our boundaries and the precious adventures that we have meaning for so that we can prove that we're not missing out. And all of this is rooted in very uncomfortable emotions that you and I like to write about and (laughs) make other people and ourselves aware of, like you said, self-awareness. Yeah. Okay. So there's a very set, complex emotional reaction happening when FOMO happens. Absolutely. And and the emotions are going to be rooted in things that we're familiar with, like loneliness and envy and sometimes despair. And sometimes we don't want to deal with that. But I think for me personally, that's the best way to lessen them is to actually give in to them. And do, 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 throw yourself a pity party. Oh, really? <laughs> Have your own. Okay, so fill through it, basically. Fill through it, yeah. Exactly. Oh. The goal of people's lives has become doing as much as possible, but you just can't do everything, okay? Once you accept that, that's when you can finally begin to find real happiness, which is why I won't ever, ever advise anyone against acknowledging and working through real feelings of FOMO by way of feeling sorry for themselves or feeling pity Um, because FOMO at one point or another in our life, because it's going to be there, it's going to be unavoidable. And every time we choose or commit to something, we pay the price of opting out of something else. It's that simple. It's not, it's, it's, it's just, it's just the way life is. It's, it's a choice. It's called choices for a reason. Yeah. Inevitability. Mm-hmm. reality okay <laughs> and so the best thing to do is recognize it give into it and then like you said move through it it sounds really simple but yeah it is really simple if you don't get hung up on it okay this for me means having a pity party and I know it sounds counterintuitive and self-defeating and and negative and against some of the things we talk about but 
we also talk about digging deep and being authentic, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't learn to acknowledge the emotions for what they are um, and learn to feel through those emotions, you won't be able to identify them la- later and, I, and identify and know how to work through it later if it comes up again. Um, that takes great, you know, being real, real with yourself, saying, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm sad. I'm, I'm feeling shameful. I'm feeling like I'm missing out on this thing. I made this choice. I could have done this thing. You know, um, you got to feel through that. Yeah, and Dawn said it in her latest My Possibility this month, but it's almost (laughs) a cycle. If you you don't acknowledge these feelings of missing out or of whatever it is, loneliness, envy, despair, if you just try to gloss over this, you are going to be skating on a lot of thin ice because until you break this cycle, this fake ideal you have or you're presenting or you're pretending that it's all right I don't care that I'm this I'm just going it's whatever the longer it takes you to actually get through that and for me the pity party is that solution when we actually let ourselves feel sorry without holding back all those awful feelings seem to sort of work themselves out and dissipate sometimes it starts to feel silly and other times it's just a relief to get it off of your chest. Okay. And that that makes it it releases. So mm-hmm. okay, like this is going to sound silly, but how do you how does one like is there a specific way that I can throw this pretty party cuz I know some people if they get started, they might not stop. They might not stop. Like, That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this needs to be a conscious pity party like (laughs) everything we talk about here we want we want to always bring an awareness to it and that means being conscious about what you're doing so you want to pick you said what do you do first you send out invitations so you're just inviting you and all of your bad feelings and i promise you they will show up as soon as you as soon as you write on the invitation this pity party is for not going on the skiing trip and don't worry everything (laughs) else will show up so pick a time and a place and for me it's important to be alone it's important for me to know I'm gonna have the house to myself for a bit that I'm gonna be able to listen to whatever music it is I want um, that I'm gonna be able to do whatever it is I want and pick a beginning and an end And then whatever you do, stick to it, okay? Literally, stick to it. Whatever you feel like you're missing out on, identify it. Then let yourself have at it, okay? Complain as much as you want. Don't stop yourself from thinking or feeling anything. Nothing during this time when you're expressing this is out of line. Okay. All right. So invite it all. Let it all go. Okay. I'm going to have to like punch a pillow. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And, you know, pick pick a reasonable time, you know. One of my first three parties, I was like, oh, I need this for an hour. And then, like you said, like, you don't want to stop. You get stuck in a cycle and you're like, I just an hour. So for me, I give myself about 15 to 25 minutes and I yell, I scream, I cry, I get upset. I write nasty notes that I never sent anyone. And then I put them in the shredder. And then when that timer goes off on my phone, I put all of that aside. Okay. And it works. Like, does it work? I, I, it, I would like to know. Like... I would say nine. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, this works for me. Okay. That, and that's why I keep coming back to it because I realize 
on that one out of 10 times it doesn't work, it's because I didn't follow the formula that worked for me. I didn't give myself 25 minutes. I wasn't alone in the house. I stopped myself from having certain thoughts. I wasn't being honest about what I really felt I was missing out on. Um, And so for me, those are my markers that help me get through my FOMO. I take a lot of comfort in knowing that I have a specific time and a specific focus to feel whatever it is that I want. And then I can go back to a less heightened version of whatever those feelings are. Because that's all FOMO is. It's a heightened version of envy, despair, loneliness, and all of this. It's, it's it, You feel all these things all the time, but FOMO just amps it up. Okay. All right, so what do we do after that? Is there, like, snacks? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you should probably aftercare yourself. Like, always have snacks. Like, that's a good good thing. Always have (laughs) snacks. I'm adding that to my FOMO party list. No one ever brings (laughs) snacks. So I guess it's up to me. Um, so after you do that, just totally switch gears. Like you've had your pity party. You've probably said some really terrible things in your mind or out loud or written them down. But it's okay because it was all authentic. It was all real. And it was all for purpose. And the purpose was for you to leave FOMO in the dust and remind yourself that you have a lot to love in your life. I use this time to journal. I get on YouTube and I watch some really silly videos. I like watching people fall down and I'm such a cat video person. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I go back through old photos on my phone to good memories. And I can't really put my finger on why this helps me feel better. I know it just does. I think it's akin to the screaming vases that they use in Japan to sort of get out their emotions. I think this is one of those things that's very cathartic to like do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's like cathartic. And if you have the, uh, you know, you experience the emotions at that state and then they've gone through, then it's like when you go to experience the opposite polarization of those emotions, they're going to be just as potent, but like you're going to feel, good like that's through mm-hmm. now i like you said you start looking through your journal wow that's great so you feel yeah. more love after that because yeah. you're like i, I was better. real mm. i was real with myself and it doesn't matter how ugly it gets like that's me that's all part <laughs> of me and it's important to know that like fomo is designed to make you feel like you are missing out that's what it does it's dumb but that's what it does and so you are missing out but you're missing out on your own life every time we say yes because we're afraid of missing out we actually say no to something and so that something could be a big dream or a short nap we would need both of those. It could be the courage to stay our course and gratitude for the path that we keep. It could help guide us or ground us. But when we say yes to FOMO, we are saying no to something else. Wow, that's really great. <laughs> I like this. I like learning about this. Hmm. So if you start to feel feelings of missing out, which is FOMO in this new century, I want you to do your very best to take a step back, allow it to be, okay? Acknowledge it, figure out what it is, where it's coming from, 
If you want, use a pity party to move through it. <laughs> if not, find your own way, okay? But just understand that you've now opted into something. And it might be something that's better for you and your purpose later down the road. You just might not know what it is. So you're not missing out on anything. You're getting prepared for a new experience that's yet to come. Absolutely. That's great. Because, yeah, you have always got more coming towards you always always more coming towards you so don't struggle with FOMO it's it's (laughs) it's an insecurity because you're just comparing yourself to behind the scenes with what everyone else is using as their highlight reel okay focus on your own picture okay and we'll be back next month with more pretend wise advice for you guys. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you guys later. Happy New Year. <laughs> Stay connected with us on the web via our site, mysoulrenity.com. Follow us on Instagram for inspirational posts at my.soulrenity on Facebook as MySoulRenity. We're also on Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Forum. Subscribe, follow, like, and do all those things that make you so happy.